Purification of the Heart and Soul by Hassan Rasul, based on the works of Hamza Yusuf. This series is a deep and insightful breakdown of shifting your state. That's right, shifting your state, purifying your being through understanding the intricacies of the heart. Once you know the diseases the ailments, the symptoms, and the cures. We will be able to harness our true connection with our Lord and be a pivotal contribution to humanity. Welcome to the art of the purification of the heart with me, your host, Hassan Rasul. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh wherever you may be peace and blessings be upon you and your entire family you know almost universally religious traditions have stressed upon the importance of the condition of the heart what is your condition of your heart? Only you know. In the Muslim scriptures, in the Quran, the day of judgment, Yawm al-Qiyamah, is described as a day in which neither wealth nor children shall be of any benefit to anyone except the one who comes to God, the one that comes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with a sound heart. This is mentioned in the Quran in the most Beautiful way. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. The sound heart is understood to be free of character defects. Well, far from our hearts, right? 
We have so many defects and so many spiritual blemishes. This heart is actually the spiritual heart and not the physical organ. Although in Islamic traditional the spiritual heart is centered in the physical. One of the most extraordinary aspects of the modern era is that we are discovering aspects about the heart unknown in previous times. Although there were always remarkable insights from ancient traditions. For instance, according to traditional Chinese medicine, the heart houses what is known as Shen. Shen, which is spirit. The Chinese characters for thinking, thought, love, the intention to listen, and the virtue of all things related to this contain the ideogram of the heart. In nearly every culture though, people use metaphors. Metaphors that directly or indirectly allude to the heart. And we call certain types of people hard-hearted, usually because they show no mercy or kindness, right? Likewise, people are said to have cold hearts and others yet who are warm-hearted. We speak of people as wearing their hearts on their sleeves because they do not care or conceal their emotions from others. When someone's words or actions penetrate our souls and affect us profoundly, what do we say? We say that person touched my heart or touched the core of my being. The Arabic equivalent for the English word core, which originally in Latin meant heart, is known as lub. Lub, which also refers to the heart as well as the intellect and the essence of something. The most ancient Indo-European word for heart means that which leaps. That which leaps, which is constant with the idea of the beating heart. The beating heart that leaps in the breast of man. People speak of their hearts 
as leaping for joy. People also say that their hearts keep to beat when they, you know, come upon something startling. You know, when people fall in love, they speak of, she stole my heart. There are many other metaphors that involve the human heart, owing to its centrality in life. These phrases, however casually we may utter them today or tomorrow, have roots in ancient concepts. The ancients were aware of the spiritual diseases of their heart and this understanding is certainly at the essence of Islamic teachings. The Quran defines three types of people. Al-Mu'minun, the believers. Al-Kafirun, scoffers and the atheists. And Al-Munafiqun, hypocrites. So mu'minun, kafirun, and munafiqun, believers, atheists, and hypocrites. The believers are described as people whose hearts are alive and full of light, while the atheists are in darkness. The Quran talks about this when it says, Is one who was dead, then we revived with faith and made for him a light by which to walk among the people like the one is in darkness from which he cannot exist. According to the commentators of the Quran, the one who was dead refers to having a dead heart, which Allah has revived with the light of guidance that one may walk straight and honorably among human beings. Also, the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, peace be upon him said, the difference between the one who remembers Allah and the one who does not is like the difference between the living and the dead. In essence, the believer, you and I, is someone whose heart is alive, while the disbeliever is someone whose heart is spiritually dead. The hypocrite, however, is someone whose heart is diseased. And this is the whole of this program and this series 
to go through the diseases of the heart so that we may gradually better ourselves, purify ourselves, refine ourselves. The Quran speaks of certain people with diseased hearts, self-inflicted. We understand and as a result they were increased in their disease. The heart is centered slightly to the left of our bodies, right? Two sacred languages, incidentally, Arabic and Hebrew, are written from right to left, toward the heart, which, as some have noted, mirrors the purpose of writing. Namely, to affect the heart, to have a profound resonance on the heart. As a writer myself, I know the power of words that lift off the page and penetrate the reader. And the reason for this is when the writer is engaged with that pen and the ink is flowing on those pages, the thoughts emanate from the heart and not the hand or the brain. When those words are read, that's when they will move you. That's when they will affect you. The art of writing arguably is from the heart. The art of singing, the art of reciting, the art of painting, the art of anything has to emanate from the heart for it to have a profound effect. You know the saying, what comes from the heart enters the heart. There is so much to cover and I can't wait to go through all these diseases and how we can rid ourselves from them and become better human beings. But before we go, I want to leave you with this thought. The physical heart, you know, the organ which houses the spiritual heart, this physical organ beats about 100 times a day, pumping two gallons of blood per minute and over a hundred gallons per hour. If one were to attempt to carry a hundred gallons of water, whose 
density is lighter than blood, incidentally, if you were to carry a hundred gallons of water from one place to another, it would be an exhausting task. Yet, the human heart does this every hour of every day for the entire lifespan without respite. The vascular system transporting this life-giving blood in all our lives, surely we should be eternally grateful. This life-giving blood is over, believe it or not, 60,000 miles long. More than two times the circumference of the earth. So when we conceive of our blood being pumped throughout our entire bodies, know that this means that it travels through 60,000 miles of a closed vascular system that connects all the parts of our bodies. All the vital organs and living tissues all connected to this incredible, fascinating heart. Join me, Hassan Rasul, for the remaining series of a multitude of episodes where we will go through each disease and address the symptoms and the cures and how we can recognize whether we have these traits and how we can remove them from our precious hearts. So I look forward for you to join us on this journey. By the end, perhaps, we will find some sort of illuminated way that we have reminded each other of how we can become more intelligent spiritual beings by simply purifying the heart and the soul. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I'll see you in the next episode. Until then, be heart smart.
It is really important that we mention the publishers of this fascinating book, The Purification of the Heart, by Hamza Yusuf. Signs, Symptoms and Cures of the Spiritual Diseases of the Heart, translation and commentary of Imam al-Mawlud's Matharat al-Qulub.